Hey guys, welcome to the Join Me for Coffee podcast, where every week I bring you daily life conversations and recommendations, including freebies, tips, tricks, and apps. So let's have a chat. I'll imagine we're actually having a cup of coffee and a nice real-world, real-life conversation. My name is Mauricio, and I'm your host. I've lived and worked in four different countries, have traveled the world, and have a lot of valuable insights to share with all of you. Hopefully, what you'll learn in this podcast will help you achieve your dreams or goals, or even just encourage you to reflect or have a laugh. Hey guys, so today in the business, uh, our focus was mainly on financials, taxes, and a little bit of research as well. So I'll start with the research bit because I think you'll find this really interesting. So you probably heard of the concept of FOMO or fear of missing out. Well, I recently found through another creator that there's this app called FOMO, which basically, you know, when you're visiting a website, it tells you, you've probably seen this in some websites or in some applications or in some businesses where you go and visit the website and you might see like a little pop-up come up and say, you know, um, Jane has downloaded uh, or Joe has purchased or, um, you know, Carl has subscribed to the newsletter or whatever. Um, so it's a little pop-up that kind of indicates an action that somebody has taken on the website. And it's very powerful, you know, it's very hel- uh, helpful because it kind of makes people having that feeling of missing out or that fear of missing out. And then they want to do the same. They want to, you know, register, subscribe, buy, download, uh, kind of what like that person who recently did in that pop-up. So um, anyway, I thought this was interesting. Sometimes I find it a bit annoying, to be honest, but m- for the most part, I think it's a good marketing strategy to drive more sales and engagement. Um, but it can become a bit um, annoying at times. But I, like I said, I think it has more uh, positive than and more upside than downside. And anyway, we're doing a bit of research on this with the team. And we found the FOMO app. Uh, if you go to FOMO, F-O-M-O.com, you can read more about it if you're interested. And anyway, they have different plans. I kind of really don't like when they have this, um, you know, pricey monthly subscription that is kind of tied to your growth. Um, and by that, I mean that if you grow and sell more, you have to pay them more. So if you have more traffic going to your website, they'll charge you more. I, I really dislike this model from businesses and companies and startups and entrepreneurs who try to, I guess, take advantage of other people growing. Uh, like, I, I just find it, um, I just, you know, I just don't like that model. I think it's not... Uh, I don't think you should punish people for growing. I think you should actually reward them. That's basically my thoughts on the matter. So I really prefer the model where it's like a flat fee, uh, where you get everything unlimited. Uh, That's basically my preferred model where you're paying like a subscription and you have like a flat fee and you get everything um, unlimited with that with that payment or where, or, or I guess I also really like the model where you have like a one-off payment and then you can access everything, um, you know, for a lifetime or whatever it is. But anyway, they have like a, a plan. It's like 19 bucks per month on the like basic plan, which I think is probably more than enough for us uh, at this stage. Um, but anyway, they also do have like a 14 day free trial and, uh, they give you like a 30% discount if you buy like um, the yearly plan. Uh, so we'll probably opt in for the yearly plan on the basic starter version of the different options that they offer. 
Uh, so we'll save like a 30% there. Um, it's probably still like a, almost a 300 buck, in, 300 buck investment on this. It's kind of like, you know, we do this in the business. We're constantly researching and exploring new products, apps, and services that can help us drive more engagement, more sales, and a better end user experience for our students and our customers um, and everyone that interacts with the business. So anyway, we, we think this might be one of those things that can help. Uh, we'll probably, um, they have different integrations so we'll probably run this on our uh, Gumroad uh, website. So our, I'm talking about our Agile Lee website where we have different products and services uh, via offered via Gumroad, which is kind of like the partner platform that we're using to sell those products and services. And they have an integration with FOMO. So we'll, we're looking to um, potentially add this over the next couple of weeks and just see you know, whether it actually drives more sales or not. So the whole purpose of adding this, you know, kind of like widget on the website and people seeing like, you know, Joe downloaded or Jane subscribed or, uh, you know, Michelle bought or whatever. Um, the, the whole point of this is driving more sales. So if if we, you know, uh, make this investment of 300 bucks and we're not selling more than 300 bucks, well, then we're definitely, you know, going to pull the plug on this um, add-on because it's, you know, it's definitely not worth it, you know, like obviously um you and 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 you know you, you have to do the math on this type of thing like this right like if you buy something and that something is not you know creating more value than it's costing then you you don't want to i guess continue investing that or there's no point in making that investment but anyway we'll we'll give it a go and see how much revenue it actually drives and and ex- continue to explore this and we'll let you know how that experiment goes once we've actually um, started to play with it. I kind of like that they say that they have kind of like a dashboard that helps you analyze the return on investment. Um, so yeah, keen to look into that once we um, you know make the purchase. The other thing before I forget is I actually had a company reach out to me because I'm um, as you know our newsletter and our podcast is called Join Me for Coffee. And I was quite disappointed when I found that somebody had bought the joinmeforcoffee.com domain name. Um, and it really bothers me, again, with people like they, they just buy domain names for the sake of buying them. They don't actually have an application or a website or a project or a product. Um, so this was the case with us. And that's why we ended up buying the joinmeforcoffee.com.au domain name, which is kind of like the Australian domain name. Um, and I kind of like that it had the dot com before the dot au. And I know it's a little bit longer, and people don't like having like longer domain names uh, or URLs. Sorry, but anyway, we thought that what that was probably the best of all the different options that were out there um, for us uh, in terms of cost, uh, value, and just trying to keep to the dot com as close as possible. And um, but I just you know we had we had the um, the thought. Um, earlier this week or a few days ago that we should explore potentially buying that joinmeforcoffee.com domain name from the, um, you know, from the potential seller. And we ended up doing the exploration of this and they want for it 5,000 American dollars. That's how much they're like, if we, if we, you know, if we pay them 5,000 um usd um 5000 uh they they would sell it right away and would be the owners of the domain name and don't get me wrong it's not like we don't have the money or we can't couldn't make the investment if we wanted to but i just find it ridiculous for us to invest 
and make such a high payment for a domain domain name. We already did something like this a couple of years ago in the business when we bought the your your education domain name, which is a pretty cool, pretty unique uh, domain name, um, and it's a premium domain name, and we paid premium price for it. Uh, but I just I just don't think the return on the investment was worth it, and I wouldn't do it again if I had the opportunity. So obviously, I'm not going to um, make the same mistake twice with this and five thousand. Um, it's quite a you know hefty price for a domain name that usually costs you know well it used to cost ten bucks now they're charging like twenty twenty five bucks for a dot com domain name. Uh, if you go to websites like GoDaddy.com and some of these other big ones, uh, that's generally what they're charging at the moment for a dot dot com domain name. Um, so yeah, so that's something that we looked into uh, earlier in the week when we we're looking at you know our branding and our positioning and. Uh, just driving more traffic and making it easier for our users to reach us. Um, but yeah, I don't think that's something we're going to be doing uh, in the immediate future. Um, we might consider making the investment later on, you know, if we're continuing to see um, huge traffic to the website and huge growth. And it, it just, but it's still, you know, even if, like I said, we it's not, we, it's not like we don't have the money. It's just like, I feel it's, you know, why pay 5000 for something that costs 20 bucks? You know, it's just, I just don't really see the logic in that. And like I said, we already did something similar a couple of years ago, and I don't think it turned out to be a good investment. So anyway, we'll see how that goes. And yeah, I guess in terms of the taxes, I'm going back to our taxes and our financials. This is something that, um, you know, not everyone in the team has access or full access, obviously, to our financials and our um, income and costs and expenses and the different tools that we use. Uh, we have a, a really solid accountant and, and, a, and a team that works with him that are part of the business that we, you know, we uh, interact with um, pretty regularly, almost on a weekly basis. We're discussing something with our accountant and, 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 he, and his team. Um, so he has a, a small team. It's like a boutique firm. And again, we pay top dollar, like premium for these, um, for his services and for, you know, just having access to his full team. Um, and it serves, it serves well, you know, in, in, in terms of the strategy of the business and growing the business and manager, managing our financials and our, and our taxes and having a uh, cost-effective tax strategy that minimizes our taxes but keeps us compliant with everything that the government requires and the Australian Taxation Office requires because our, you know, our business is headquartered here in Australia, so we have to manage our taxes through the ATO, uh, which is the equivalent to the IRS in the U.S. If you're wondering what the ATO is, um, but anyway, long story short, um, today was one of my least favorite days in the year, uh, every year, because when it comes to tax time, uh, I just, you know, it's it just. It's just a bit, um, I guess, depressing, to be honest, to just see how much money we pay in taxes. So we're usually paying, you know, probably between three to four months of the year, uh, you know, of our revenue goes goes into taxes, which is it's quite big. It's quite a lot. Um, so it's quite disappointing, I guess, that this is how it operates and, and how it, it goes here in Australia. But we are an Australian-based business, so there's no, you know, way of going around this. We have to pay our fair share of taxes. Uh, although I don't think we pay our fair share, I think we pay way more than the fair share. Um, because to put this into context for you, what we pay in taxes is probably way more than what most people make in a year's of salary. 
Um, I'm talking about people who have like a decent income. We pay more in taxes, just in taxes alone, than what most people make in a year of work, of, of their income. Um, so it's, it's quite a massive bill for us every year. Uh, but this goes to show also, uh, you know, like someone once told me, this goes to show, I guess it's a measure of success. How much you pay in taxes, in a way, is a measure of success. So the more successful you are, the more revenue you generate, the more taxes you have to pay. Uh, although, you know, I do see often some of these billionaires and some of these like massive companies like doing like all sorts of dodgy shit to avoid paying taxes. taxes. So they might go to tax havens like the Cayman Islands and, you know, Switzerland and some of these countries. Uh, or they might, you know, incorporate in, in, in Delaware or in some of these like uh, no, not Delaware. I'm thinking about was it New Hampshire? I can't, I can't remember call right now which state in the U.S. Like they, they, these tax havens where, uh, and they create these shell companies and shift money across from one shell company to the other shell company, uh, or they showcase that they're actually losing money and not making money, and they do all these like dodgy, dodgy shit to avoid paying taxes. But it just doesn't align with our values and principles, and it's it's not something that I would do as a CEO. Uh, or as a business owner, as an entrepreneur either. Like I just never would do something like that. I want to be fully compliant, fully legit, uh, and just, you know, doing the right thing always, um, even if it costs me money and if it's painful, like I said. Um, And to put this also into perspective for you, so our business is about six years old. We started the business in 2016 and it's now 2022. So I see our business also as a, you know, as a kid, you know, it's kind of like a six-year-old kid, you know, so it's still very early days for the business. It just has so much potential, so many different things that we can do, so much growth opportunities. Um, so yeah, like I said, kind of like a kid, you know, it's it's nowhere near maturity, right? Like a six-year-old kid still has to, uh, you know, grow a lot, learn a lot, go through uh, puberty and, you know, find a job, get into their 20s and et cetera before it's actually considered like a fully mature adult, right? So a business is similar to that. I think it's very early days and we're still, uh, there's still a lot for us to learn, a lot for us to improve, a lot a lot for us to to grow on before we're considered like a mature business. I don't think we're a, mat- a mature business yet by any means. We're still in like the early days growth stage of the business. Again, we're just a six-year-old business. So the interesting thing about our taxes, though, is if I look at our tax bill from when we started to now, we're paying more than 10 times, more than 12 times probably what we paid in the early days. So it's massive, like a massive tax bill compared to what we paid when we started. But again, this is really good in a way. It just showcases how much we've grown and how much the, you know, how much the business uh, continues to bring in revenue every month. But this is the other thing, you know, when I think about our revenue, even though we've grown so much and we, you know, we generate so much revenue, recurring monthly, monthly recurring revenue uh, and analyzed recurring revenue, um, I still feel that it's challenging for us to generate revenue. Like, I don't feel it's easy for us to generate revenue. And it's interesting how easy it is to spend money and how hard it is to make money, right? And I know you feel me on this because regardless of what job you have, you work really hard at your job to make, you know, a decent income. And then spending that money is very easy. It's it just, you know, you get that, that paycheck and then you spend it probably in, in less than a week, you know, while, while you, when you pay your rent or your mortgage and your groceries, all this stuff. Uh, it just, 
kind of like really quickly sucks on that uh, paycheck. And it's a bit similar um, when I think about our, our business, you know, because like I said, you know, um, we probably had a, I don't know, we probably spent a couple of thousand a couple of days ago um, just paying some bills of the business that we have to pay every year. Um, and, you know, making that, it, it takes a lot of effort and a lot of time. So, yeah, I just, I, I guess it's just something that I was reflecting on that I wanted to share that it, it, it's definitely very easy for an individual or a business to spend money. It's very, very hard to make money. So I guess my recommendation on that is just try to be mindful with your expenses, whether it's your business or personal expenses, and try to minimize them as much as you can. Ask yourself every time you're going to make a purchase with you, you really need to make it, whether you can actually delay it a bit, even if it's for a month or two, um, and whether it's actually like a necessity or a luxury. Um, and don't get me wrong, I do think that every now and then you have to, you know, um, I guess enjoy life and and you know, do something that might be a luxury Um, because you have to do that every now and then, but don't do it often and don't do it frequently and make sure you continue to challenge yourself in terms of those expenses. And then in terms of the revenue, just continue to focus on how you can generate more revenue, how you can diversify that revenue, how you can, you know, grow different, your, your current and existing revenue streams and how you can develop new ones. I'm always working with the team on thinking and analyzing how we can grow our current and existing revenue streams and how we can create and generate new ones. So we're not relying on a single partner, on a single market. So I don't want to rely only on sales in the US. I don't want to rely only on sales in the in in the UK or Japan. You know, like I want to have our business fully and globally diversified. So if for whatever reason what one market on or one revenue stream falls, the other ones can help us to survive, pay the bills, and continue to grow the business, right? So um, anyway, the, I guess, last thought I wanted to share with you guys is that don't take anything for granted and work hard and continue to better yourself. And if you have a business or you're an entrepreneur or a business owner, just continue to, you know, stay positive, stay strong, and continue to grow and enhance your business over time. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this one. I'll see you on the next one. Cheers. Bye. All right, guys, that's it for today. I'll see you on the next one. And remember, please share, like, leave a review or support the Join Me for Coffee podcast. Cheers. Cheers.